All right, people, what's up? Welcome to a new episode of the Chevalier Life and Fitness Coaching Podcast. This is Sean. And this is Nadia. And we are at episode 24. Can't believe it. And time is flying by and we are taking full advantage by pulling in people who we believe can give you guys some nuggets of information, give you a fresh perspective uh, to help kind of, you know, step into another pair of shoes uh, because life, we don't know it all. Right. And uh, we know some awesome people in our lives and we're going to bring them to you uh, to share some information with you. So uh, without further ado, <laughs> I mean, let's just get to this. Um, I am cheesing right now because I am so proud of this person. I, I I can remember this person when they were a freshman. I'm like literally remembering seeing you in South Hall right now. Um, but we have none other than... <laughs> Randy Patterson, um, our very own Randy Patterson. We went to college with him. He is now, and Randy, I'm sorry, I'm, I'll let you do your own intro, but I just have to at least share this. <laughs> but he is a married man, um, the husband to Lawanda Patterson, the father to Jaden and Brianna. And he has just recently been the recipient of the Maryland State for 2020. He received the ESP award, which is the Educational Support Professional. And please yeah, forgive me if I got that incorrectly, but um, he's the bomb. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's it's so cool to, to have you here, Randy. And I, I'll give my, you know, we we, <laughs> I mean, Randy, we can't date ourselves, but we're gonna <laughs> date ourselves. I mean, but we go back to stepping on, you know, uh, dancing, emotion, and just leading by example. And I think yes. that's that is the one thing that I am uh, proud of is that we didn't just follow footsteps we created footsteps and uh we took that uh, that leadership ability that we had in us regardless of where we were and we came together and we were leaders and you were definitely one of those leaders so we're very proud of you um so randy just tell us a little bit about yourself and, thank uh, you thank you thank you thank you uh, first and foremost oh my gosh you guys are so kind <laughs> <laughs> but um but I, I just want to say, uh, before, I, before I get into myself, you know, how proud I am of you two. Um, you know, Nadia, uh, Sean, um, y'all was like my my big brother, big sister. You know what I mean? The first the first really real couple, even in college that I saw, I was just like, OK, yeah, that's the model. That's the model there. <laughs> And then, you know, uh, Nadia uh, catch me coming in late, late night sometimes in South Hall <laughs> at the front desk. I try not to look at her. No judgment. Sean used to cut my hair, you know, saying so it, it just um, it's, it's just a blessing uh, to be able to kind of move down here to Maryland and uh, be able to kind of reconnect with you guys and, you know, interact with, uh, you know, pre COVID, you know, being able to interact with families and, and, and our families and different things like that. And just to see how much they grown and see, you know, some of the, the features and the personality um, that you two have in your in your own kids. So it's, it's pretty awesome. But um, but yeah, um, yeah, they, I mean, you guys introduced me uh, uh, just, uh, <laughs> you know, a kid from upstate New York, you know, <laughs> down here from Maryland um, in Maryland right now. It's been actually eight years um you know since we have moved down here and um we we love it you know it's just been um you know all i'd known was upstate new york 
you know, yeah. from, you know, growing up in Albany into going to Utica. And um, even when I was going to Utica, just seeing all the, the grass and the cows, I'm like, mom, where are you taking me? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, been a, it's been a dope transition, you know, for my family, for myself yeah. um, and, you know, and for the kids. So, you know, I definitely uh, appreciate where I'm at. Um, we'll get into it a little bit more. But, um, you know, from from where we started eight years ago to now, um, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful and I'm, I'm blessed to be here. So uh, definitely thanks for having me on. Thank you. Um, so, you know, the real purpose of this podcast and uh, for everyone listening and for those who are new listening is, again, for us to be able to have a short conversation, uh, but to kind of talk about relevant things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with Randy being in the education system uh, and we're fortunate to be in Howard County here, um, you know, Howard County is privileged by certain things, but that doesn't mean privilege applies to everybody mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and but we still have struggles regardless of what your economic status is struggle is struggle mm-hmm. and being a black man the struggle is there right uh so today's episode is really talking about education just how this pandemic and how it's impacting our kids a little bit what we can do to help our kids because we have young kids and then talk a little bit about get a little bit personal and talk about your fitness journey a little bit and then uh, take it from there. So, yeah. you know, the first thing we have to really uh, kind of ask you is like, what what got you into education? Um, really, it was it was a conversation like with one of my fraternity brothers, um, you know, since graduating college um, and then uh, going back home to Albany, I've always been working with like, you know, kids. Um, I dealt with like disabled high school graduates and then young kids with um um, our fraternity, Phi Beta Sigma, there we have a auxiliary group. So each month, you know, we work with them ages eight to eighteen. And um, during that particular time when we transitioned down here, unfortunately, the missus was able to um, work from home, so that helped out a lot. But mm-hmm. I didn't have a job yet, so during that time frame, as uh, um, uh, Sean and Nadia, you know, like my mom passed away. Um, so that was really a, a trying time, like two years, job rejections, um, part-time jobs that didn't really last. Um, and, um, you know, as a man, you know, you go through the depression, you go to the ego. Like I've been working yeah. since I was 16. So, um, you know, why am I not working? You know, am I not worthy and stuff like that? So, but thankfully, you know, my health mate, you know, was, was super awesome. And what I got out of that was my, I was able to be home with my daughter. So at that time, my son was school age. I was able to be home with Brianna and I was able to kind of teach her, you know, what I wanted her to learn, you know, um, as far as like the reading and writing. And then now like she's GT and above grade level. So, you know, there's a purpose, you know, for everything. So, but it it just really started, you know, with the conversation and, and I didn't really think about that, you know, like education. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. So yeah, so that's that's how it kind of like started into it. That's a blessing. Mm -hmm. It was definitely a blessing in that the fact that you, even though you did have those trials that you were going through, Mm -hmm. um, but look at how now you can see the fruits of your labor during that time. Yes, 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 definitely. And everybody's like thanking me for you know my work and this yeah. award and like just eight years ago which is not long uh, not, long, not at long at all you know i was unemployed you know uh, and you know i live a life of service so helping 
people out is 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 nothing you know to me um so I don't kind of big myself up, you know, as people we'll say, pick you but, up. We'll pick you, up. you know, but I mean, I just do it. I just do it for the love. You just do it for the love. Well, you know, that actually answers my next question, because my question was going to be, is your passion for education the same as it was when you started? It almost sounds like it's probably even more so now. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, to answer that, like I would say, no, it's not like when I first got into education, like I knew how to work with kids. Yeah. But now I'm, I know and I'm like kind of learning how to educate the kids, oh. you know, and that kind of brought me like when I was first in there, like when you're early, new job, yeah. you don't know if, you know, it's going to be going the right way. Like I had um, my first day, you know, um, so you remember my attire and Nadia in school, silky shirts. <laughs> but by the way, but you know, today I can't find any because the missus threw all of them away. <laughs> Thank you. Good looking out, Luana. Good right. looking out. But my, my first day, my first day on the job, like I came with like, you know, some dress shoes, a tie and shirt. And like this one little kid, like just was running me around all day by the end of the day. <laughs> Like he kept taking his shoes off. He kept like just running through the hallways and stuff. And he, um, at the end of the day, he came to me and he gave me a hug and he couldn't say Patterson. So he used to call me cinnamon. He's like cinnamon, cinnamon. (laughs) He was just like, my feet hurt. So he was taking his shoes off, but I didn't understand why he was taking his shoes off. And like our kids sometimes can't really communicate and like that was part of my why and then the other the other part of my why was it was this uh, girl um she was in kindergarten at the time and um she was so afraid to come into school first day jitters and um i was the only person that was able to kind of coax her to kind of come into the building so i held her hand and walked her right into the uh the building and that was like that happened for about like two weeks and then now she's like a brilliant fourth grader and wow. um you know she's just excelling and like um i have a connection with her and like that's those two stories are that why i'm so passionate now um you know there's different struggles there's ups and downs but you know my success is based off of those two moments mm. wow that's that's that hits you you should, I, you should feel my heart is pounding <laughs> Uh, hey, ready? I'll feel it. <laughs> um, Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but you know, you know what's cool is that you're basically telling us like your interpersonal skills mm-hmm. and and reading kids is like a part of you, yeah. right? Yeah. And 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 that that is big, right? Because right now, as as you know, we're home and we're teaching our kids, you know reading the room and seeing what's working and what's not working and how to course correct mm-hmm. is key right and and i imagine that's something that you're trained to do but you also have an innate right. skill right. to see for yourself yeah. right uh-huh. and and, I, and i'm gonna ask you like you know with you being you know the educator in chief at home um are you, you know, seeing yourself have the same ability to pick up on your kids, you know, like when they're not at their best? Mm-hmm. Are you able? His students or his? I'm, I'm talking about your kids. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can. And it's, 
I feel like it's worth. I feel bad for them just because I'm an educator. <laughs> but a simple fact, like I, I remember my first the, after my first year in school, um, I came back home. It was the summertime, so excited. And uh, Lawanda got mad at me because I set our dining room up into like a little school. Like I had word wall charts. <laughs> I had like um, fake money. Like if you finish your chores, you get a certain amount of like monopoly money. And then you'll be able to, um, you know, purchase like a gift. You know, of course, you know, we buy the gift for them, but it was just kind of teaching them how yeah. to save the money teaching them how to be responsible and different things like that but um with me and my kids the way i look at it i educate outside of education mm -hmm. right so therefore the school really is not really doing everything that we would want them to learn and know in yeah. this particular climate um, that we're in, um, our story as black people, mm -hmm. you know, African descent, you know, West Indians, or however you want to kind of label us, mm -hmm. those stories are not truly told. Yeah. You know, so to, to gear back into your question, you know, I try to make sure that they're on top of their work. And then at times they're extremely mad at and upset with me, but I try to pull them to the side and tell them, okay, this is the reason why I'm doing this. Because coming up yeah. like me, I was the first person in my family to go away to college. So I had the conversation with them. I was just like, okay, you need to do your work and then you need to reread your work and then show me the work so you can complete it. So yeah, instilling right. those particular skills, you know, within them, you know, sometimes they get a little bit upset, but I tell them, it's like, at your age, I did not have that growing up in a single parent yeah. home. I did not have that. I wish I had something and I'm doing this. So when I'm not here anymore, because I'm not always going to be here, you know, the way society is, you know, anything can happen. I, I need yeah. you to learn how to do these things for yourself from chores to you know, being nice to your sister, to, you know, helping mom out, to chores, all of that, you know. So that's how I kind of gauge the kids. And um, I'm not sure if you saw it uh, recently um, on Facebook. Um, we gave the kids um, different influential black, women, black men and women um, throughout history. And we said, okay, write something, you know, about them. Tell us about these 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 individuals. And they surprised us, and they created PowerPoint presentations with music in the back. And to this day, I'm I'm not tech savvy. Now, I won't lie to you. Wow. <laughs> but so, that is yeah, amazing. yeah. So yeah, so that's I mean that's that's how we try to, you know, help them out and and, and teach them and kind of gauge whether they're doing good, they're doing well, yeah. and also you know giving them direction. And letting them be, right. you know, who they are. Right. Those are those are the kind of tools and lessons that they're going that that are going to carry them throughout life. You know, the things that we learn in the school building is one thing, but what you're doing with them at home, mm -hmm. that's priceless, yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, it's actually interesting because one of the things that we were thinking to talk about is like, as a parent of young mm -hmm. black children, what are you doing to keep yourself and your kids grounded and you you just hit the nail yeah, on the head yeah, right there. Yeah, and but I mean, in in addition to that, um, we we have um, 
family meetings. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. Every Wednesday we have family meetings and we discuss. And um, if you if you if you know my dear wife, she loves she loves lists. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, she is super organized from spreadsheets <laughs> to Excel. So I that's all her. <laughs> so that's all her. But you know, um, we talk about each person who what we want for breakfast lunch and dinner and you know snacks and stuff like that for like the whole entire week then we talk about topics of like what worked this week what didn't work um yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so every this happens every wednesday um and then it's funny because uh during thanksgiving time um brianna took upon herself to make the the thanksgiving list you know we all were home so again she made a powerpoint presentation from the food to the movies wow (laughs) yeah so it was awesome What's crazy, Randy, is that, you know, it's not until we have these conversations that you realize mm-hmm. the similarity yeah. that yeah. we're trying to, to instill in our mm-hmm. kids, right? These values, yep. right? Of of doing things the right way, double checking your work and yep. checking it twice, right? Mm-hmm. And we, and yeah, they, some, my kids are mad at me sometimes. And I could tell they're mad, like, yo, mm-hmm. this dude does not give yeah. up. And I sometimes have to be relentless to, to show them mm-hmm. this is the world that we live in. Right. And, and having that mentality will bring you further mm-hmm. and make you stand out in among whomever you are. Among, yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. even what you just said, right. The we have every every Friday night, we call it our Sabbath, where mm-hmm. we sit and we talk about what went well every week. Right. Mm-hmm. And we, we don't talk about the the food but i think we may have to put a meeting on the schedule <laughs> uh, but but getting, getting those emotions out of mm-hmm. what what didn't work well yeah and what worked well is an opportunity mm-hmm. for us to be transparent yeah and yeah. to say like yo real really i didn't like it, and mm-hmm. come up to a solution yeah and 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 move forward right mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm so proud that you're doing the same I know. thing. You know? And yeah. I, I need yeah. to pull out the whiteboard because I love the whiteboard. I love the markers. And I, may have to, <laughs> I may have to put this on the calendar to talk about food. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, uh-huh. But it's but it's also just to, just to add to it. Sorry, because you just to add uh-huh. to it. Um, another thing that I, I try because I'm, I'm the I'm the strict one <laughs> at home. I'm, I'm the strict one. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> um, but what I try to do is just to kind of have personal time um, with each of the kids and just kind of talk. Um, Jaden's a little bit older. We're not really going anywhere because it's quarantine. I'm just like Jay. You know, you're upset. You need to talk. All you have yeah. to see is. Uh, dad, I need to go for a drive. So we used to, you know, we used to jump in the car and just kind of go for a drive and just kind of talk and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I never forget, I had to have that conversation with him. You know, we know what the conversation is, um, you know, because they have it in fifth grade, um, in our County here. So I wanted to be the one to kind of talk to him, Mm -hmm. um, from my perspective so he can hear from me first. And, um, that's the same thing with reading and books. Um, he's so excited after I make him read a specific book that he doesn't want to read and it pops up like, oh, we talked about this in school, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And then like the same thing with like, you know, Brianna, like she's she's rough, just kind of like me and like we're wrestling. Like she would like jump on my neck and put me in a headlock and (laughs) like that's our time. And then like the missus, he gets upset. She's like, somebody's gonna start crying, somebody's (laughs) gonna get hurt. (laughs) You know, so just having the personal individual times, you know, with, you know, each of the kids that's also important to me. 
that's that's big man that is that is um it's interesting that you just mentioned that because <clears throat> that's so key and it, it reminds me actually actually of an article that we just recently read about like the mental health state of our children especially with being in quarantine and virtual learning for the last year yes and one of the staggering things that we just identified in this article is that mental health visits some of the pediatricians are seeing more mental health visits than they are regular well mm-hmm. visits. Yeah, yeah. And which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But just being able to have that one-on-one time and just checking in with your children mm-hmm. is so important because their mental health is mm-hmm. is very it obviously is important. Right. But for some children, they may not have that outlet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know? and some of them may not know how to express it. Right. Mm-hmm. And they right. haven't been put in a situation to express it. Because with us, they're in a bubble right now. You know, it's not like how we grew up. Well, you know, I'm upstate New York. Y'all from New York. So anytime I say I'm from New York down here, people are like, nah, you're not from New York. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but, but, but it's, it's not how we grew up. We were able to yeah. kind of walk the community, go on the subway, walk different yeah. blocks and stuff like that to a certain extent where our parents let us. But we have right. them in a the bubble here. So from yeah. K through fifth grade, they're in a bubble. They're being coddled. They're being making sure that they're taken care of. And for us, you know, we're 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 not the richest, you know, family. We're not the poorest family. We're right there uh, making like ends meet. But yeah. we they go where we tell them to go, you know. Right. So they're in a bubble. So back to your point. You know, they might not have had that outlet yet on how to express themselves. And that's really key to have that conversation with them. It's like, okay, if there's something happening, you know, if you feel in a certain way, you have to speak to somebody. Mm -hmm. Quick question. Is the school, because I'm not aware of anything, but as someone who's in the school Mm -hmm. system, um, is the, are the schools doing anything to address this at all? Well, I mean, yes, they, they, they are, um, we have different like so each school has a counselor so just like how they attend like the different google meets um they have the counselor has office hours so say if a teacher notices a student responding in a certain manner that is not like them Mm -hmm. you know the teacher would say something you know to make sure that the student is okay but then also mention that to the counselor and then the counselor would just kind of go and check on the family and different mm-hmm. things along that lines because it's a lot that's like going on you know with our babies right now it's a lot that's going on with our babies <clears throat> so yes they're, they're they do have the opportunity to you know speak to like a like a school counselor and and it's difficult too uh for the simple fact that having the camera on um it's uncomfortable for some people yeah um because everybody does not like how they live and where they live that is very true you know so it's it's a it's a it's a balance and it's i mean for from an educator's you know standpoint you know it's kind of frustrating because you want to see the kids you want to be able to like if i'm teaching them something about reading i need to see your mouth moving i need to see Mm -hmm. that you can hit all of the vowels and you know be able to dictate you know what i'm saying and understand it you know, so it's 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 difficult. So I think that's why the county that does not mandate um, the kids to, you know, have their cameras on. But, you know, there's resources um, that are available. But, you know, this is a this is a tough time speaking from an educator's perspective. 
it's a yeah. tough, stressful time for us. Really tough. I, I would definitely agree. And um, <clears throat> as we wrap up this this portion of the conversation, mm-hmm. I do want to know if there's any any suggestions, any tips that you, as someone who's in the school, um, working with the students on a regular basis, are there any suggestions that you want to give to parents on just how to, you know, deal with their children? Because one of the other quotes from that article was actually that the child felt like she didn't want her teacher to misinterpret her hopelessness uh-huh. for laziness. Yeah. 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 Um, I would just say first, like just be patient Yeah. with yourself. Um, then be patient with your children because like yeah. at, during this time, we're all learning. We're, we're all healing, you know, based on different trauma and stuff that's happening in society. And then we're developing um, into the person, the people that we want to be. Um, yeah. So first and foremost, you need to set the standard for your home. Speaking from yeah. a, a parent's perspective, yeah. what is it that you want to accomplish in your home with your kids? Just in case you're not there, what do you want to teach them? Yeah, you know they can't be dependent on us all the time, and it's kind of hard as a parent because you know, you know, some some parents were athletes or you know almost athletes, so they try to live vicariously through their children. You know, but Ooh. is that what they really like? You know, mm-hmm. like my my um my my heart broke last football season. Um, my. We used to uh, go to this um, this place. Um, it's called Nottingham's, and they had like this restaurant in the back. And we used to always watch the Bills games. And my kids was like, "Do we have to go, Dad? <laughs> like they're always losing." I'm just like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> it went downhill when you said Bills. Right. <laughs> but. But, but what I will also say, like, you know, for them, just like um, just just make sure that, you know, you're you're listening to your child and, you know, setting the standard and, you know, tell them the expectations that you that you have met. Like, I love quotes. And I was just like, um, one of one of my father, I think it was Angela Davis said something along the lines like no longer accept or worry about the things that you cannot change, but change the things that you can no longer accept. So, like, it's 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 really really tough in society right now. But what we're facing, what we're dealing with, and um, you know, you have to be there for your children. Like, us teachers and educators cannot do it by ourselves. We cannot. And the children, like, when they have an active parent, yeah, you can really tell the difference. The difference you really can tell the difference when you have an active parent, and you know, flipping it on the on the reverse side. I know you want to um, move on, but um, as far as the school system, though, too, and speaking yeah. speaking as an individual, you know, none of my affiliations are you know in this you know conversation and stuff like that. But you know, there we have roughly about I want to say eighty five hundred employees within the county. Oh, wow. And only 16% of those are black. Wow. So. Wow. I didn't know that. In the beginning of the education, it is very important for a kid to see someone that looks like them. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, so looking at the school system. So we talked about the parents and what they need to yeah. do. But looking at the school system, representation matters. Yeah. Like I remember when I first started, it was like my first year doing summer school. Um, and every year I was like, I'm not doing summer school, but they always drag me in you know, because I love the baby. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got to do it. But I was sitting at my desk doing some um, some plans for like my next lesson for the next day and different summer school, different kids get kind of bust in from from, uh, you know, various schools around, you know, that one hub site. And I was yeah. sitting there doing the plans and a little boy had walked by and he said, the young little, young little black boy, he was like, are you the custodian? And I was just like, no, 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 I'm a teacher. I'm an educator here. And there's nothing wrong with that particular position, mm-hmm. you know, because my, my mom worked in hospitality and, you know, some of, you know, the, the, the custodians and stuff that I know and talk to and communicate on a daily basis, they are good mm-hmm. people. Everybody took their own road. Yep. But the kids coming up, they only see us as two things within education. Either I'm a custodian or I'm a PE teacher. And that has to change. Wow. Like, you better preach. 77%. I mean, there's 77 schools within the county. 24% of the students in the schools is black. And then it trickles down 22%, probably like Asian, and then the 34% yeah. about uh, white. So the representation needs to happen. And then switching gears into the curriculum, you know, the yeah. curriculum has to be changed to reflect what happened in the current day society right now. They, have, they right. have to talk and we have to discuss what we are dealing with because if we don't talk about it, they're going to talk about it with their friends and they're going to talk about it with their family. Yep. Hey, Brandy, th- that, that is so good, man, because I, I, I get nervous because, I, yes, I want them to to educate our kids about what's happening in current society, but I don't think everybody's on the same page. So I, I get kind of nervous wondering what the message would be mm-hmm. like. Yeah. You know, but it's our job as parents right. being involved, yeah. stepping in and, and create the narrative mm-hmm. so that they understand and go, well, this is what I heard and have a, a healthy debate mm-hmm. or just just overall understanding mm-hmm. right, conversation right, right. in school. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I mean, I mean and you, you know, the county that we live in. So yeah. everyone is not accepting to what's right. happening and to what's going right. on. Like the Black Lives Matter week of action is the first week of February. Schools, and again, talking as an individual, schools are yeah. not mandated to make the educators teach that curriculum. Mm. And it's and it's just really basic, basic stuff. Like, you know, yeah. books, uh, like, you know, about the culture, about holidays and different traditions and different things along that lines. But that therein lies the problem. So we, we talked about representation. Then we talked about yeah. the curriculum. And then as far as the actual, you know, employees, you know, when we're in a space like this, you know, you don't feel comfortable. I've been in different trainings and being the only black guy. So if I bring up a certain issue, I don't want to seem like the only black man, the angry black man, right. rather. Right. Yeah. You know, so you got to walk up. Right. Line. Yeah. So you, you you definitely do. So there lies the conversations and the power of the parents. 
going into PTA meetings and having a conversation with the principal and showing your face. If you get a good core of families and parents and rallying and, you know, talking about, okay, where, where's all the black educators? I am one of two black men educators in my building. Wow. My, my hat is mm-hmm. off to yeah. you. Wow. You know, and, 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 I, and I, I, I hope we empower mm-hmm. you and just say thank you. Yeah. Right. Because right. if you weren't doing it with your personality, I know you're doing it from the yeah. heart. We know that you're doing it from the heart, right? Mm-hmm. And and I hope that the recipients of your mm-hmm. words are receiving right. it, you know, with the same level of passion that you intended to come off right. with versus them saying the angry black yeah. man, you yeah. know. But I, I I do believe though, with you know, this is how we 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 were like this in college, yeah, right? where we know how to get things done, uh-huh. and it's not a color thing. We just got right, it. So right. Yeah, and I, and I have faith, you know, that that you'll continue to mm-hmm. kind of keep pushing. You know, and I, I just want—I I would say one more thing along this particular lines, yeah. and you guys to kind of laugh at it. Um, I won a, um, I wrote a grant last school year um, for an all boys program, and I won, and I was able to um, get, you know, third to fifth graders. Um, meeting with them like weekly talking about uh, uh, different topics and different books that reflect them and you know their goals and what they want to be but um, I named it Boys on a New Direction (laughs) (laughs) yeah for those listening this is historic Uh because in college oh my god uh, four of us we got together and uh you know there is a lot of organizations yeah. in college and uh we started an organization called brothers so their motto is training to be a man not just a male so I yeah. love that. Is it so Well, going see, on? like during, like since March, you know, we weren't in per- pace, um, person. Um, so a lot of okay. things got shut down. Um, and then we had the redistricting going on in the county too. So a lot of kids oh, yeah. left. So I haven't been able to meet with them yet. But, you know, we'll, okay. we'll see what happens. You know, I, I, um, we'll see what happens, uh, you know, when we either reopen or go into you yeah. know next year, so I, I definitely want to still push that forward. Wow. But I had this, I had to share that with you guys. <laughs> yeah, that is all. Oh, you, you got me smiling. Uh, Bond Bond was near and dear to us, and and luckily, fortunately, Bond is still going on at uh, College of Syracuse University, and uh, it was a mission, man. It was just to get brothers together. Yeah. Yep. Regardless of who you are, mm-hmm. and say let's let's stand behind something mm-hmm. to educate people about who right. we are, and and show the masses that we are not just mm-hmm. um, a stereotype. Right, we are workers, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. We we do the right thing. We are yeah. going to participate. So much respect to you, Randy. But but real mm-hmm. quick, we have to pivot to. I, we could talk to you about school all day. Yeah. And real quick, before we transition to the mm-hmm. fitness side of things, when you said have the mm-hmm. talk. You know, to your son in yeah. the car. I automatically thought about the talk that I recently had with my son in okay. the car, and it was talk about when you are in the car and police mm-hmm. come, and how, what, to, how to act and what to do and why we are perceived the way yeah. we are. And that, and that mm-hmm. hit me, you know, because I'm like, I'm really having a conversation about right. what can happen if I don't. Come yeah. Home. 
and it, and it, and it, and it hit it hit me hard, man. You yeah. know, because I, I'm thinking like I have to now explain to mm-hmm. my son, like if you have an opinion, you have to now bite mm-hmm. your tongue because you don't know that your words mm-hmm. can be misconstrued. Yeah. Oh, so when you mm-hmm. said that, I yeah. automatically had my heart kind of. My heart rate went up a little bit because I thought about mm-hmm. that moment, and uh, it's sad because you don't want to have to have that conversation, but it yeah. is. And for those out there, that that talk is not just about the birds mm-hmm. and the bees anymore. Yeah. It's about what, what will happen if you go right. out and the yeah. cops. That is that is true. That is true. Because I mean, in when when Jaden was in fifth grade. Um, you know, at that age, you know, he was able to kind of walk to and from school and um, school was probably like maybe two minutes up the block from where our house is because, you know, working parents, you know, you can't be off at like 2.30, you know, so um, so we we gave him the phone. Begrudgingly, you know, once you get in the phone, the world is <laughs> the world is different. Brianna just got a phone. Um, she, I'm pivoting a little bit. I digress, but um, she, okay. um, Jaden got his phone three months before his actual birthday, and the purpose was because he was walking to and from school. So we're in a pandemic. Yeah. Brianna will be ten next month. So in January, she was like, "Well, you know." Danny got his phone three months, so you know it's about <laughs> two months now. Can I get a phone? <laughs> hey, hey, for the record, Chad is Chad is gonna have to buy his phone. I am buying no phone. There is no technology besides uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But um just just going just going back to the to, to police officers, like our kids in school deal with that because um yeah. all high schools within the county have student resource officers. And then the middle schools, they have them, but they're placed in specific areas. Mm. Mm. What is, what, what is that? My, yeah, you yeah. just kind of, my, yeah, yeah. Just kind of yeah. So they're, they're predominantly in the black and brown schools. You know, so the student resource officers um, kind of developed based on the fact of the you know trouble or the segregation of you know different schools and then after that whole sandy hook and then when there was the whole bombing yeah. like they kind of put them in there but like now um with the whole black lives matter one of their pillar demands is fund counselors not cops so Sean, you, we were just talking about the talk. So think about yeah. this. If we have to have the talk with our black and brown sons, our daughters too, you know, to a certain extent, but, you know, our, our sons, mm-hmm. then they go into the school building and then they see this individual every single day that we had this talk about. And these resources and these officers are, you know, they're officers. They're not trained per se in students. Like if there's something was to jump off, as the kids used to say, well, they, well, I'm kind of dating myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pop off, if someone's pop off, if someone's supposed to go down, would they say no cap? Yeah. I don't know. But um, <laughs> if something was to happen, they're responding like a police yeah. officer. You know, and we see these different 
with the kids. And 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 you see in the news, you know, some of our kids have um, you know, different exceptionalities. You know, they process things different, you know, they learn differently. And if they're not used to being touched or told what to do or they don't spawn right away and there's like a big commotion or a fight or something like that, how are you going to de-escalate the situation? You know, so that's the big thing that's going on right now what's it in our schools like there there's nobody we're all virtual right now so there's nobody in the schools currently right now but you know this is what they're looking at our high school babies you know what i mean well i can't even say babies grown men and women <laughs> you know you know so yeah. they face that and then and then middle schools and stuff like that so i mean not to say that you know as people you know they're bad individuals but for the position in the whole and what we need as a society right now we need and then Nadia was told you were asking about the mental health aspect we need you know more counselors you know and then mysteriously we got speaking as an individual and a parent (laughs) you know there was there, there was finances that was made available for technology for our students during this pandemic but when you're looking at mm-hmm. educators in the beginning of the pandemic, you've seen all of these memes like, oh, oh, God bless these teachers. God bless these teachers. Like, I know what you're going through. Like, OK, you know, can you come take them? <laughs> you know, my students and stuff like <laughs> all of this about thinking. But yeah. prior to that, where was, you know, this, you know, support? Where was this finance when special education department was not funded? resources in our black and brown communities and schools were not giving to us where was that and then now you know what's going on with the schools now who's going to be affected when we go back in what communities are going to be perfected because you know we're dying at a greater rate because of this pandemic this is a reminder to those listening with young kids get involved yes yeah. you know whatever it is that you can do you know I, I, we tell our kids you have to be on camera so there's yeah. no ifs ands or buts and we're fortunate to have a little mm-hmm. space for them to to be able to be on camera but if this is not a reminder for you to get involved get your voice heard be seen represent yeah. Yeah. uh and and that's not just for brown black and brown parents right. that's for every parent right uh, to get involved in your child and, and help them through this this mm-hmm. this point. Let's get through this, this yes, point yes. together, right? Because there's going to be a lot of healing and we're seeing articles, right? More and more. Um, so uh, my hat is off mm-hmm. to you, Randy, because I know it's not an yeah. easy job. Right. And, um, but I'm going to give it real quick. And uh, I, 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 I know you have a Peloton in your home and, and the wait, average person wait, is waiting three, wait, four, what's you, five. Wait, what you say? You're breaking up. You're breaking up. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're good. I can hear you. You're good. <laughs> and, and, uh, and uh, you know, people are waiting three, four months yeah. for a Peloton and you have one at home. So did you start this? Uh, yeah, 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 I did. Um, one of our one of our mutual uh, old co- uh, college mates kind of you know pushed pushed our hand yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> pushed our hand like she she's uh, she's been like a, a great support too and like a motivator it's like what are you doing 
you didn't do anything oh. today. Like, okay, come on. <laughs> you know I what I'm saying? It. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely started the journey. Um, and it's just like you, you guys remember me from freshman year. So <laughs> I've grown up. I'll just put it like that. <laughs> and um, it's. I'm yes. Read between the lines. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Please. Please do. Please do. I love it. I um, love it. But it's been um, it's been a struggle. Not to say that I want to get back to that, but just to kind of be healthy. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you know, after college, and you just kind of get comfortable. You get kind of set in your ways, and yeah. you know that was me. And it's just a battle, you know, with 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 yourself. Um, and you, like I said earlier, I love. I love quotes. Um, another one um, that like I love that I go by um, that I just recently saw. It was just like the hardest walk is walking alone, but it's also the walk that makes you the strongest. You know, oh. so um, oh. I have to kind of get it like the, the like the missus. She's she's on it. <laughs> she is she is on it. But you know, I have to push myself. You know, to kind of do it. Like this week, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's been it's been terrible. Um, I, I haven't rode, I, I think I, you know, I haven't rode yet this week, um, but I've been doing like meditation because it has different things that like you can do medication and like yoga. Right. Um, so you have to kind of be yeah. in the right mindset to kind of get on that bike and just kind of pedal away. Well, Sean, you, you, well, you guys ride, you know, cycle and stuff like that. So you kind of know the mentality you have to kind of, you know, have to do it. But, you know, I've started the journey. I, I definitely have. And it's not it's no. not an easy one, right? Because we all have our days. Even even the most active of people, sometimes they have to encourage themselves, or um, they may have days where they just don't feel like doing it. But the fact that you are taking those steps that's that's yeah. the first step right there. Yeah, I, I'll I'll tell you this, Randy. You know, I, I'm happy that at least you're mm-hmm. willing yeah. to start. And, and if if there's anything I could recommend, is just pick mm-hmm. one day out of the week. Yeah, and lock in that day, and 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 let everything evolve mm-hmm. around that one day, and uh, and hopefully that can morph. But at least you're making a little bit of uh, mm-hmm. self care time. Yep. You know, so if Wednesdays is your day, well, not Wednesdays when you have your meetings, but uh, Tuesdays are your day. You know, at least set your day for Tuesday, and 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 yeah. and compound it. Where you do your bike, you do some meditation, and it's your right. compound effect. Yeah, you know, for mm-hmm. you, right? Uh, but I, I'll tell you, for me, right? It's 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 very calming and it's necessary. So you may find some purpose behind it. But if there's one thing for listeners and for even you, right? Our health, it doesn't it does time not. doesn't wait for anyone. So so if there is if there is one thing I could say is make the time mm-hmm. to make better decisions. You know, pound those. You know, pile mm-hmm. up those vegetables. Uh, get the sleep and make that time for yourself. That self care yeah. is self love. And even if it's the yoga mm-hmm. or the meditation yeah. or the writing, whatever, any combination of those three um, is still something yeah. that's helping you mentally. Mm-hmm. Yes. I definitely need so, it. <laughs> I definitely need it. it, it it's for the kids' safety. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, most definitely. <laughs> Yeah, so if, if we can, we'll check in on you, you know, just to make sure that you're at yeah, least yeah, trying, you know, and, and that's, that's mm-hmm. you know, you can't do it alone, you know, and and that's where we, we come in as your accountability buddies here and there and just, just check in and make sure yeah. you pick the day. But we know that you have things going mm-hmm. on. We all do. But if you can make that time and just manage your yeah. day a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a morning, I'm a morning 
guy as far as exercising and stuff like that. So the morning is uh, when when I normally, you know, kind of rock it out and stuff like that. But then it's been nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, well, yeah. One day at a time. <laughs> one day at a time. That's one, right. One, one day at a time. So, Randy, man, I, I am, I am beyond happy, and I'm happy to yeah. speak with you, man. Yes. Thank you. I'm Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I love your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. She she was creeping up and down the steps and stuff like that. <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> no creeping, no creeping, no creeping. You get to but, live with her. But yeah, awesome. but no, I appreciate I appreciate you guys. Like I'm honored for you guys to you know reach out and you know just uh, want to hear about my, my story. But um. You know, it's um, definitely thankful and definitely, definitely love you guys. Like I said, you guys have been my big brother, big sister, you know, for, for years now. So um, after this, uh, you know, whatever we're in, you know, definitely. <laughs> we definitely got to make a plan right. to, uh, to to get together. And, um, you know, we do we do virtual game nights sometimes, too. So we got to kind of pull you in, <laughs> pull you guys in as well. Yes, definitely, definitely. Randy, thank you. Thank and, you, Randy. Uh, for those listening, the purpose of this episode and all of our episodes is to teach you just a little bit, a little new nugget, but most importantly, to hear mm-hmm. someone else's perspective uh, outside of ours. And and sometimes hearing it from someone mm-hmm. else gives you perspective and gives you a little bit of grace, right? And uh, we hope that this was benefit beneficial for you. So... Uh, thank you for listening to us and listening to Randy Patterson Jr. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you on our next episode, right? This is episode 24. And uh, we're going to rock in and keep enrolling. So if you want to find out more about us, ShivaliCoaching.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. And uh, until next time, this is Sean. This is Nadia. This is Randy. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Bye.